This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. Up to date and credible. Power 102 Digital. Alrighty, thank you so much to Champlain Auto Services for powering our 8 o'clock news brief. Thank you so much, Champlain Auto. Check them out for anything to do with your vehicle or they manage your fleet as well. Inspection, tint check. They got batteries, tires, they can do oil change, alignment, repair your car, whatever the problem is. Alright? At Champlain Auto, right there. On Eastern Main Road, opposite Carrybury, you can't miss the sign. Like them on social when you log on or give them a call at 662-6545. That's Champlain Auto Services. They've got the Power Breakfast Show stamp of approval. Take a quick break. I'll get my guest online. It's back. The Prime Minister's Best Village Trophy Competition. Best Written Script Competition. If you have a passion for theatre, think you have the skills to write a theatrical play masterpiece, then the Ministry of Sport and Community Development is calling you. Write a folk theatre play, either one act or multiple acts, and you can win cash prizes. Submit your written scripts between March 31st to April 8th to best.village at gov.tt. Visit mscd.gov.tt for details or check the Ministry's Facebook or Instagram pages. Courtesy of the Ministry of Sport and Community Development. Major Issues, the tour. With the Caribbean King of Comedy, Major Hype. Hey, what's up? This is your boy Major Hype, a.k.a. the King of Caribbean Comedy. Trinidad, get ready. That's right. March the 26th, I'm going to be live on that stage inside of Napa. Showtime, 8 p.m. sharp. At Napa, Port of Spain. Tickets are $3.50 for a limited time only. Get yours now at all cashier outlets. Anton's Gold Rush. Castro's in Arima. Larry's. Francis Plaza. Chaguanas. Or online at islandytickets.com. Major Hype is on his way to Trinidad. That's right, Trinidad. It's going to be crazy. Make sure you're in the building. The Major Issues Tour comes to Trinidad. Backed by Ziggy Rankin and Order. This is the release you need. Get your tickets early. All COVID protocols are in place. For more info, call 779-5755. Brought to you by Cache and Anton's Cold Run. Major Hype live on stage. Trust me, that one's going to be crazy. All right, 12 and a half minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock, gentlemen. Good morning to you and welcome to the third hour of the Power Breakfast Show. Of course, we do Good have on the line progress. Clarence Rambarath. Good morning to you. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. I'm doing great this morning. You're doing great. Tell us why you're doing great. Well, that is how all my, you know, that is how all my mornings and evenings and days are. So um, I've, I've done what I normally do this morning. I, I boiled some corn. I had my breakfast and um, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing some work. And then I have some other things to do later in the day. All right. Yes, I know how your Good day morning, could Mr. be. Ambarat. I can still do it some yeah, boiled morning, corn, by the way. Thanks for joining us on the Power Breakfast <laughs> Show on Power on the Two Digital. Morning, morning, um, Clarence. Yeah. I get Good to morning. call you Clarence now. You know, I, you know yeah. well, out of respect, I would call you. I've well, said, always have said, know, Minister. <laughs> you know, for some for some months now, I've been reminding people that, that, uh, that my name is Clarence. And I was looking forward to hearing that once again. <laughs> but I, 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 as I said, I, I, I followed protocol. So for six going on seven years, I called you minister. So I get to right. call you Clarence. Mr. Amaran, yeah. is that you have the best poker face in the world? Or 
Uh-huh. <laughs> you had no idea what was going to happen yesterday. Did you have an idea that, that yesterday's events would have Absolutely. Fought? It was, I mean, in, in respect of me, it was my, my making. And it's, uh, it, it took a while to happen. It's not because it's not because when they'll see on the show I'm a I'm a I'm an unknown. Eh? Yeah, well, what? Sorry. I heard I heard that they on a, uh, somebody reported to me that there was a discussion on the potential to the PNM leadership and and when my name was called, you said I'm I'm not known. Did I? Me? Might yes, you did. Yeah, said you, that, you, know. yes. you said so. I I don't remember, but but that but that's all right. But that is not the reason I resigned eh? because of what you said. What's the reason you resigned? I um I think sometimes people forget that I was living in Canada with, with my wife Camille and our three children and um we took a family decision for me to return and run into the Mayaro seat. And my now my family not now, um my wife returned with two of our three children in 2015 and then when my daughter had to go to secondary school she opted to, to go to canada they're citizens of canada unlike me and um, particularly during the covid lockdown 19 months for the border closure we were apart and it really took a toll on on us and um and we really like i would really like to have my life now where i could balance professional work and family time and um, that is the, that is the reason. I, I, I have to work. I, I don't have the I don't have the um opportunity to be idle. I have to work but I want to be able to balance work and family time. So are you are you migrating to Canada? Well the people asking me that the thing about it is that I migrated a long time ago. I was living in Canada before I, I returned to Trinidad. I, I um, I'm not a citizen of Canada, but I lived there before. My family is based there. So it's not a question of migrating to Canada. If I have to spend time with them, it would be there. Um, and if, for professional work, I've worked all over the world. And um, and I want to continue doing w- that. Were you offered a position yesterday or not? No, no, I, I, I wasn't part of that. I indicated to the Prime Minister... Uh, some time now that I had reached this point where I felt that I needed to to, um, uh, to, to have more flexibility and we've we've had some discussions and we've we've um, worked through it and and there was no there's no question of and I I am happy if I if I if I did not if my family lived with me um I would have been happy to be in this ministry for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, it was not a question of a particular ministry. I didn't, I have not, I've never asked the Prime Minister for anything. I've never been in any sort of negotiations. I I took the portfolio that was offered to me and, and I alone came for six and a half years and I wasn't, I wasn't, and I have no, I have no negative issue. There's nothing between our Prime Minister and myself or my colleagues and I. We, we have a, a good healthy relationship and this is entirely exactly what I, I hear you. I hear you, Mr. Rambarad, but you know, a lot of Trinidadians are going to speculate because of the timing. 
because you had this 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 massive reshuffle yesterday um yeah. that would that would have caught the country a little bit by surprise even though they, we knew there was a long day long cabinet meeting taking place so to speak the timing of your resignation coinciding with that massive reshuffle can't but help fuel speculation that th- there is more in the mortar than just you leaving surely not, you not see in, the optics not, in that light yeah i understand in fact when i when i um first got to the point of deciding that i couldn't balance it too um i i have been following politics in Trinidad and Tobago and around the world for most most of my life and i know for a fact in our country it's been it's been a rare case where a minister just leaves with without having in some cases been forced to or been put in a position where they have to or something like that um i knew and i knew that my decision will attract a lot of a lot of discussion and that is fair enough but um there wasn't there wasn't any it wasn't linked to anything was it was it pressure yesterday. then from your family to get out. I would no no, no absolutely it. not. My 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 wife wants to, my wife we we've we spent our entire relation most of it together. Yes, I have worked uh, in different places and she has also worked in different places. We've asked, had to be apart but um no, there was no pressure. No pressure in the sense of get out of politics or hmm. anything like that. It was, you know, really, you want to you want to be to our father i want to be with my husband i want to be mm. with the time i don't mind you working um you know, on projects as you did before in your career but uh, we would really like to to have more mr ambrat why, why was it why one second paul and became a little fatty and it had nothing to do it had nothing to do with all them plants you put up all over flat stuff right all the plants. No, no, no. The, the plants will, the plants will endure, endure, man. The plants will endure. <laughs> Not only plant stuff, all, all over the country. The place. You don't like all the place looking at the fig tree? Of course I do. Lovely <laughs> I bananas. I just thought I would tease you. I have a few. M- Mr. Amberet, why was the former attorney general removed, reassigned? I wouldn't know that. <laughs> Come on. Don't ask me that question. Don't ask me that question. I don't. Well, I don't, as, I don't as, know. as the media practitioners, we have to ask. You don't have to answer, but yeah, we have but, to ask. But I will say that um, I worked with with, on, with the now Minister of Local Government and Rural Development. I he's been he's been my friend since um, since school. We went university together and law school together and. Uh, we worked on a chair the legislative committee of the cabinet. I could tell you he's a, he's an absolute hard worker. He really puts in the long hours. His command of um of, of legislative drafting and the and the wide the wide range that a legislator has to deal with is exceptional. And um <clears throat> and he, he from where I from where I was in terms of of, of that, I think he. He excelled, and I think he would do well. He'll bring that same energy, professionalism, in the his new assignment. 
Yeah, many uh, are suggesting it's a demotion, and, and and I know about the number of bills Mr. Alari has brought to the parliament, both the lower and the yeah. upper houses, and the amount of work he puts into it, and the amount of hours it takes. You have worked closely with him, as you have identified, and as I know, having worked with you on several committees. Uh, do you consider this a demotion? Absolutely. When you sit in the cabinet, I mean, he, he loses a little pay because the attorney general gets uh, uh, um, a professional allowance that the other cabinet members don't get. Um, but when you sit in a cabinet, you have two statuses. It's either you're in the cabinet or you're not in the cabinet. I think um, the rankers equals in the cabinet. And I think he would... Um, I think he would have the same, the same stature, the same expectations, and I expect him to, I expect him to really deliver in the context of um, a lot of times. And I chaired the Joint Select Committee on Local Government Reform, as you know, and throughout, uh, throughout the meetings with the corporations and stakeholders, the issue of implementation, resourcing, management. You have really treading on, on, not on constitutional issues, simply because the, the bill was changed to enable us to pass it to a simple majority. But you're really treading on, on some physical boundary issues, some, some administration issues, some, some new things in terms of the counselors being full-time, full-time, uh, and also a fun, fun, Function in, in an executive capacity as opposed to now where they fall function in a political capacity, except where they chair committees and they have some administrative functions. So this is this is a transition. And then you have property tax, the implementation of it, the collection, the distribution to the municipal corporations. There's a lot involved, but on the, on the municipal police side, for example, We've not been able to, to effect the change that was required because the municipal police fall under, in some cases, the statutory authority service commission and in some cases the police service commission. And it would have been perfect if they could all be under the same commission, but that requires the constitutional majority. So um, he would have to, to, to deal with that and maybe... Um, and the passage of this bill maybe come back with a, a standalone that addresses that issue. Maybe you'll get support for it. And I, I think that, that it is it is vital because there's an expression that use that all politics is local. And um, when you traverse the country, as I do, as I've done twice as a candidate and six and a half years as a minister, a lot of things are local and a lot of a lot of. Uh, overlaps take take place, and a lot of situation in which you don't know who is responsible. And I hope that that um, I also hope that in the the next next phase of reform, for example, state land management is devolved to the local municipal bodies and other things. Other things. So we have a we have a true municipal corporation, municipality arrangement with less involvement of central government and more involvement in the local level. Well, it's a kind of exit interview. What would you say are your major accomplishments or were your major accomplishments as the Minister of Agriculture and Fisheries? The, the, 
two things to me is that I brought um, I brought a lead, leadership to the to the ministry and to the sector um, in terms of the issues I identified in my first budget debate, and that will be the structure of the ministry, governance, and how we deal with with people, and that relationship with the farmers in particular, the trust that that um, exists is fundamental to managing managing the sector. So I think the leadership was one, but more importantly, the work that has been done in land tenure, we've been able to to really give some optimism, get people feeling that these 60 and 40 and 30 year weeks are, are coming to an end. We've seen significant movements. Prime Minister, the conversation with Prime Minister last week in Bonnet made the point that every week um, a lot of the work of the cabinet involves notes that I bring dealing with land matters. And um, we also, at a point where we have done a lot of the work on the digital transformation of the state land administration, um, we had the implementation of the technology phase, we have a lot of work still to be done on uh, the wider reach of state land, which is in the work that has to be done in LSA, HDC, Flip uh, Deco, um, Petrotrin, PSAEL, some of the legacy companies, as we call them, and even some of the other state, um, state enterprises and statutory bodies that hold land. We have to clean up records, bring them on a, a common IT backbone. We have a group working called the um, Single Point of Authority Committee. They have tendered a report, and we have to implement that as part of cleaning up. And then, as you know, um, I had been very active in identifying bad behavior, criminal conduct, administrative malfeasance, and those things. I have a, a healthy number of files at the Trinidad and Tobago Police Service. Two reached the point last week where charges were laid, and we have to continue to, to continue that work. So I would say, one, leadership, and two, the work on land tenure. I, I'd say those are the things that I, I believe um, I did well. How do you see... How do you see Kazim Hussein um, for performing in this ministry, following in your footsteps um, well, after well, his local government? I said in an interview, I know, I know, um, I've known Kazim all my life. We are we from the same community, Rio Claro. Our families are, are close. His uncle is married to my aunt, and um, I've seen I've seen him at work when when in fact I came back to Trinidad. To pursue the Mayaro constituency, the then opposition leader, political leader, um, placed me in the, the hands of Cousin, and he assisted me in settling in and getting up and running. And I think that that his people skills and his passion, his energy, those things are important for the continuation of the work. And there is a, an opportunity for us to work together on a transition and um and you know i have a responsibility to make sure that that he settles in and minister defeater settle in and that they 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 know what what has to be done so that ministry will now have three people in kazim hussein nigel defeaters and avina singh yeah okay interesting 
um, um, Terence, you raised the issue of the, 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 the reform committee that you were heading and that local government practitioners may be, may be um, asked to do full-time work. How does that work in light of the fact that local government is still not part of the constitution? Um, who would you attract from um, in, in terms of leaving possibly what may be a job that they have to get into local government as a full-time without the assurance of continuity and without the assurance of any, any gratuity or pension in local government? Well, no, it, it, it is not without the assurance. I know in the current arrangement, there's no gratuity or pension. But in the, so the bill proposes that these representatives be full-time. And it also sets out that the chief personal officer will determine the terms and conditions. And terms and conditions will include issues of pension and gratuities as you do with any um, contract employee of the state. It is uh, it is no different from somebody like me. I am I am a senator, so I have terms and conditions. And when I leave, as I've done, then um, the the system generates something something for me in terms of uh, gratuity or or whatever else. So you, you can't be like I can't be guaranteed. In fact. Um, that was an issue of debate in a private motion brought by then independent senator um, Mahabir, Danisha Mahabir, on the issue of pension for uh, senators without portfolio. Now, senators with portfolio have a pension arrangement by virtue of their portfolio. But senators Mr. without portfolio do not have a pension arrangement. And um, in that debate, I took the point that that is a matter for the Salaries Review Commission. Now, the fact is that that when you compare, for example, I know Guyana, for example, when there was a, just the one-seat majority, the parliament there sat very, very rarely. In fact, I believe they sat mainly for private members. They, and if you go up the island, the, the sittings of the parliament are infrequent. In our case, as we expanded into the committee system, you have several... You have sittings of the houses, um, sometimes more than one a week, but you have sittings of the committees continuously. And it is not unusual for an independent senator, for example, to be on two committees sitting a week and one sitting at least of the Senate a week. And that, that, that now puts you to me in a different position in terms of your your competition between your Senate responsibilities and your private responsibilities and also the recognition that this is this this these hours really should be uh remunerated in the in the context of the the workload, the skill that is applied, the responsibility that is taken on, the liabilities that could accrue, and also should translate into some form of pension. Do you have any thoughts, Lance, on the switching out of ministries with Penelope Beckles Robinson and Camille Robinson Regis? No, I did just uh, I mean that that is that that is the prerogative of the honorable prime minister. And um the, the thing about it is that we're dealing with two extremely experienced um politicians and ministers, and it is not unknown territory for either of them, and I don't I don't see that there will be um, issue in terms of transitioning. 
So it's back to the private sector for you in Canada? Well, um, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, as of as of yesterday afternoon, I think that the job the job market knows that I'm available. <laughs> so, <laughs> is, is this the end of active politics for you? It is absolutely not. I am an active member of the PNM. I intend to keep it that way. I will continue to, to discharge um, by whatever as a as a PNM person. I I'm called upon to do things. I have said to my colleagues in the in the party that if it if it is one area that I I would really like to make a contribution to the party is in the area of developing our future leaders. I had the opportunity to my time in Canada to I I, I was in the first youth parliament in Trinidad and Tobago and I have remained one of the persons that assisted the training of youth parliamentarians every year and I was also in the first model parliament in in Canada having been trained for that model parliament so I would like to, to play a role in um, in the development of our future leaders and you know whatever I could do in support of the party so politics no I can't that is not it's not possible I, I love politics I love people and the, the good thing is that my my practice as a as a lawyer um, intersects with politics and has a lot to do with people. Mm-hmm. Clarence, I wanted to ask you um, yesterday in your Facebook post uh, when you said that uh, you know you have resigned and so on, and, and I don't know if you can explain it to me. You said it's Wednesday, quote unquote. It's Wednesday, rock so. Well, if for the for the faithful on my page, they know that I I have categories of posts and every Monday I post a story and it ends it's Monday rock so and what it means to me is people come on a Monday and they, they slow and they um, you know sometimes the low in fact the highest rate of absenteeism in the workplace is on a Monday and we call it curry belly dal belly rum belly um, bad pilau belly so people <laughs> come, they, they, they have a bad stomach. So people are slow, Monday morning blues. And my expression of, I've always said that on a Monday to my colleagues, is Monday rocks, in other words, in Monday, um, get on with it. And I used it yesterday because um, it, was, it was Wednesday, it was not Monday, but the people who follow my page know that I use the expression very often when I'm saying, you know, Come on, let's move. <laughs> I also have another one that another category called "I wouldn't lie." That's the post I post. I say I wouldn't lie. Um, I wouldn't lie. I never saw this before. I encountered this. I wouldn't lie. I didn't even know about this. Those kind of things. So people on my page, I saw is amazing. I saw the political analyst reading a lot into that, but it's an expression that that um. I have developed a long time ago, even when I was lecturing and the students showing some lack of energy, you know, I would clap my hands and say, come on, you take the clap, Croft, so get on. Uh, Clarence, let me just put on the record, it's been an absolute pleasure working with you as the Dev Government Business in your Senate, as was with your predecessor, the Lady Franklin Khan. I mean, we've had to work closely on several joint select committees and uh, collaborate with Senator Mark on several issues in terms of the coordination of the, the organization of the Senate and 
you've always been professional and forward-thinking and progressive, and I really think uh, that your contribution should not go unnoticed in the country. And I know your wife, Camille, who you know is my good friend, is going to have happy to have her husband around, and I know that you will continue to find ways to make positive contributions to this country. Well, thank you very much. And you know, um, as you know, Senator Richard, a, a lot of people don't don't know the, the work that goes into not not for me alone, for all of you, for the behind the scenes, the, as you say, they don't know the behind, behind the scenes is more scenes than the, the, than the theatrics and, in, the, in the chamber. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot of a lot of work and a lot of responsibility on live television. You know, I, when when we when we, I, I I see I see people extracting clips sometime of um, grammatical errors and other things, and I always say, you know, when you get there and you stand and you you're required to make a speech, then you start to understand. Um, it's not merely reading; it's a debate, and it really takes a lot to 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 deliver. Even if it is a, a short delivery, it really takes a lot, but it also takes a lot to administer. But the parliament staff is extremely professional. Uh, quite a few of them were my students at, at university, and it is really an ex a center of excellence in the country. Yeah. And uh, I wish people could see how much work goes into preparing for one GSC particularly if yeah. you're sharing and, and the volumes of documents you have to read and prepare to be competent in terms of uh, championing accountability and moving the system forward in Trinidad to be good, even incrementally. I don't think people have a clue yeah, well, how much it takes. I, I, think, I think it's important that people understand the evolution, right? So I have followed the parliament for... Um, for about 40 years, when I, when I was in Form 1 in Presentation College, um, Trevor Sudama, who was MP for Oropooch, he actually mailed out to his constituents the copies of the Hansard where he, where he spoke. And um, one of his constituents, having no interest in that, he used to bring it to school for me, and I took a lot of pleasure in reading it. And it was really only the bomb newspaper carried a, par a parliament section it was really only the few uh, print media carried a report on the parliament. But as it evolved, it evolved into, into a live you know, broadcast on four or five different platforms. It is rerun broadcast on, on the television. And, and people would be surprised to know that the parliament broadcast, the rerun in particular, could, could go to up to like 160,000 viewers. And being live really carries with it a um, really significant responsibility because you have to be prepared and you have to, as the type of the caliber of people we interview in a GSC, you really have to be knowledgeable and prepared and, and otherwise you're not going to be able to do your job. So, so yes, and I, I am supportive. I've said that uh, one of my early speeches I talked about in parliamentarians, but I also made it clear, not me. I, I, I knew what I was getting into, and I knew that, it, that what, it, what the compensation was. But I think that that I'm on, I am on record as saying that the Salary Review Commission really need to, to um, upgrade the compensation to, to uh, parliamentarians without portfolio, because it is a significant responsibility in terms of time, and professionalism and research and preparation that goes into 
I can't say that. Well, now that now that when you're walking the main road, um, Clarence, you could drop in by Rumbox. Now you don't have to be you don't have to be concerned now that oh God, I'm in a scene going in this. You know? That you was never my con Wendell. That was never my concern. I I go into I go into my colleague Frankie Khan used to like Hausat, and from time to time Red Lion. I I I have I have been seen going into Red Lion, and <laughs> I do have a problem coming into the rum box. Why don't you tell them it's because of the popularity of the place? <laughs> and, and, and the crowd. That is why I told you I didn't want to come in. I didn't want to come in there, you know, and I know I know you always pass it and watch it and I don't know what yeah, you every day. Well, every day I'm looking for I'm looking for a time when the when the when the crowd's small but the crowd always thick <laughs> and, and loud and laughing. That's good because that's good because I've had a good time. Yeah you didn't mention my nose at all there boy. <laughs> no, well, Manus, 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 is, Manus is home. Manus is home. We know you, that. You didn't, you didn't mention that that market thing as one of your accomplishments, you know. But I really appreciate. Well, well, I didn't because because um, because it, it is it is well established and and um, it it is one. I mean, I could list I could list a hundred. It's really done a phenomenal amount for the farmers uh, across the country. We have a plan um, to, to expand maybe with, with a private partner, not a partner, but a, a donor, I should say, and um, expand it into, into smaller areas so that the communities could take responsibility for operation and, and management. But it's, it's made a phenomenal difference to people and to the farmers interacting with, with the clientele, eliminating the middleman, and I, I expect that it would grow. All right, before, so we, train, before we go... There's train setting on Tuesday coming, I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything in the agriculture sector that you, that you wanted to do that you did not get a chance to, and were there any obstacles? No, there was everything that I... I mean, I've done. Some things are not complete. Some things are... You know, it's, it's, it's an evolution. There's work that that is in train, and um, I'm sure that initially and in the early days, I'd be able to, to guide my colleagues. But they have seen the uh, Senator Hussein has been in the cabinet. He has followed. He knows he knows the type of work that I have, have been doing, and. Um, and some of it involves other colleagues, for example, the issue of of making agriculture tax-free in the context of no tax on profit. Uh, there's a, a report that that is going to cab on the way to cabinet. Maybe for the next meeting, I would not be there, so my colleague would have to to, def to put it forward and defend it. And that that involves the Ministry of Finance and and other 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 ministers so um i'll be available to, to, in the transition period to support it. Hmm. all right well i'm 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 just hoping um plans that you stick around long enough to continue the work that you would have been doing in local government reform because you know that's been passionate to me i i i'm coming to the end of my tenure in local government but i would like to see local government fixed properly 
at least before that end. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, Wendell, as you know, I, I interact with um, local government councillors, and whether it is at local government or senatorial, ministerial level, my my colleague Maxi Coffey used to say, you either have it or you don't. And we could have the best bill, the best act, the best plan. You, if you don't have that mindset of, of service and wanting to make a difference in the lives of the people you serve, then no no policy will help you. So in in recruiting candidates there's a there's a recruitment element but there's also a training element and I'll be honest with you, I have found that that um sometimes we, we throw people into the deep end, we make assumptions that, that mm. yeah, well you're a teacher or you're a lawyer, you're a doctor. So you will but it really functioning in a political environment and functioning in a council or in a parliament or in a cabinet really requires you to learn particular skills. And I mm. think we have to we have to focus on recruiting but also training and the training really starts before they become candidates. There must be some exposure where people say, you see this? I, I this is not for me. And we should be continuously training our potential candidate. The, the university program I did in Canada um as part of the model parliament was called the Future Legislators, Legislators Program. It was a very structured university program taught by, by experienced people. And one of the, 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 the module, the segment that I found to be most helpful was the one on communication, which was, which was taught by the actual people who read the news and the actual people who won the panels and so on on national television. They came and they did it. A lot of mm-hmm. practical exercises, and um, and I think we need to do as part of the local government reform. We must have a structured training program for candidates and a structured program for when they elected that that they, they, they do this program that helps them to interact with the with the bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. But I could, I could, I could handle that um, because local government has been stuck, you know. And hopefully, now that Faris Arari is minister there, because he he cut his teeth in local government. There, a lot of people don't remember that. Yeah, that he was from 2003 to 2006 in Port of Spain. You know, so, hopefully, that will inspire him to get it fixed to continue the work that is. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I, I think, as I said before, he brings he brings that 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 level that um, if you think that that local government is, is on a low run, well, you've, you've got you've got the yeah. former attorney general, and I think I think he will do exceptional in in, the, in local government. Yeah. All right. Well, Kyle I want to thank you so much for being on the Power Breakfast Show this morning. I appreciate it, and uh, all the best to you. Thank you very much. All right. Thank have a good day. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Uh, of course, I was, of former... course I was former Minister of Agriculture, Clarence Rambarat, um, weighing in on, well, it, 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 it came down at the end of the day. To, he left because of family, 
um, to be with his family, and um, there's no argument there. Nothing anybody could argue in terms of that um, that particular um, reason. You know, he's not the first person to do it, and I'm sure he won't be the last. Yeah, the timing and the optics. It's it at the time in which it was done mm-hmm. is what is suspect. Because if you were resigning, um, you would have resigned before. I mean, I um, I'm just saying. So resigning at the point of a major cabinet reshuffle is going to have people speculating that it's not really a resignation. You were asked to leave, but yeah. but you were well. well, well you unless were unless it's vice versa, you know, Richard, it could be that he was leaving and they decide, they, the prime minister decided, you know, something. Let me do the reshuffle now. One oh, please, Wendell. No, I'm just saying it could be that way, Richard. No. Yes. If I'm resigning, I'm not going to resign in the middle of a whole cabinet reshuffle. No, he would not have known that. Clarence oh, himself come on. would not have known that. Come on. They if you wanted to resign, you could have resigned before. They piggyback on him resigning, maybe? And as No. And as Paul was saying, there was no indication, because he was the leader of government business, there was no indication. Mm. But he, said, he was saying that he was in talks for a while. Eh? Yeah, well... I mean, you could only go with what people say. Mm-hmm. And he said well, he was doing it. So. I think he gave the statesman response. Mm. You understand? Yeah, and you know why, he's you still know part why of the PNM. And mm-hmm. you could you either rock the boat when you, when you go out, or you could mm-hmm. just mellow, go out mellow. You know why I wouldn't doubt it? I was privy. I mean, you, everybody knew how close I was with Martin Joseph. Martin Joseph, at one point in time, wanted to leave the position as Minister of National Security. And he had he was in constant talks with um, Prime Minister Patrick Manning at the time, and Minister Manning saying, okay, I will ease you up. Hold, just hold on a little longer. I will make that change. And Martin Joseph wanted to walk. I could tell you that. He wanted to leave because... Well, I, will, I will also say, because I know Clarence's wife, mm-hmm. Camille, very well. Mm-hmm. And it's not telling t- tales out of school. I know he really was missing being there with his daughter growing up. And mm-hmm. his son's growing up, you understand? Because yeah. he's an extremely committed family man. Yeah. So Ma- that Ma- must Ma- have taken Ma- some... He didn't see his wife for almost two years because of the pandemic mm-hmm. and working and un- unable to travel. So it was... That could take a toll on anybody who's really committed yes, to their family. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. As I say, I we have to go with what exactly. he said. We, yeah. we ultimately have to go with what he said. And he said he resigned and he resigned for personal reasons. So we just have to well, accept I, the future. As I said earlier on, more than one thing can be true at the same time. That is that could very well be a main reason, but it could be other main reasons. Yeah, yeah. I and think he's not willing I think, to divulge. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, right. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, knowing what I know. Yeah. Recording. Right. I, I think Dorothy. he's being untruthful, but I'm also thinking there, there's another component that he just doesn't want to divulge. Yeah. Well, yeah. well what we can do is probably open up the well, last. I gotta go calls. for a break, gentlemen. Yeah, but when we come back from the break, we'll take some calls. And, and hear from you. That's some goofy, so that's some real goofy boy. Oh no, it's 855. Both Steve. But we don't have much time. No. We no, can't exactly. take any calls. Exactly. Take it a break. Be right back. Die, 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 do, 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 do. Did somebody say bricks? Eat it with cheese and guava, sausage and jam, or eggs and ham, peanut butter and lamb. That's a cricks mix. Bring whatever you can. Once you have cricks, it's instant sweet hand. The man do joker, saltfish, whatever. Anything you like, cricks makes it taste better. Whatever you choose, whatever you try, must go with cricks, the vital supplies. 
Cricks, the vital supplies. Try our new Cricks Crispy, lightly salted, crispy crackers today. Major Issues, the tour. With the Caribbean king of comedy, Major, Major Hype. Hey, what's up? This is your boy Major Hype, a.k.a. the king of Caribbean comedy. Trinidad, get ready. That's right. March the 26th, I'm going to be live on that stage inside of Napa. Showtime, 8 p.m. sharp. At Napa, Port of Spain. Tickets are $3.50 for a limited time only. Get yours now at all cashier outlets. Anton's Gold Rush. Castro's in Arima. Larry's. Francis Plaza. Shaguanas. Or online at islandytickets.com. Major Hype is on his way to Trinidad. That's right, Trinidad. It's going to be crazy. Make sure you're in the building. The Major Issues Tour comes to Trinidad. Backed by Ziggy Rankin and Order. This is the release you need. Get your tickets early. All COVID protocols are in place. For more info, call 779-5755. Brought to you by Cashy and Anton's Cold Rush. Major Hype live on stage. Trust me, that one's going to be crazy. Power 102 Digital. Digital. Streaming 24-7 on Power102FM.com and on the Power 102 Digital app. Power 102 Digital. Hey, jump up with mattress savings at Furniture Plus. Get 20% off mattresses. Sitter and Therapeutic now on sale. Mattresses start from as low as $1,079. Check press and social media for details. All right, all happening at Footage Up Plus. Here's a throwback Thursday for you. Hello, BG.
G's for you. Shutter dancing. Gentlemen, this is me wrapping up for this Thursday, this free Friday. Yeah, the weekend begins tonight, people, at the second after midnight, and don't you forget it. Mm-hmm. We'll speak to you bright and early tomorrow morning, which will be Friday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And of course, we move straight to the weekend. Have a fantastic day. Whatever you do, remember to smile and laugh. It's good for your health. Alrighty, folks, have a wonderful day. Remember to let go and let go. Have a great day. Be safe. All right, gentlemen, have a great day. Be safe in all that you do. Sir Charles is here with Throwback Thursdays for you. So you know you'll expect some hot tracks. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.